0: welcome to the sound of movement podcast today we are going to be revealing what's better than a coach in our wrap up for our program design series this has been a very very fun series and we are looking forward to bringing this one in for a landing buckle up let's rock if you're new to the tribe rich is behind the mix and Phil is at the table with me, Yanni Bormeister, and we are Unity Gym, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the only online program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness, so you can unleash your inner athlete. Get daily coaching by us, plus our epic Foundations Prep Program and revolutionary Structural Balance Blueprint to create your ideal program and optimize your performance. As a valued listener, you can always use the link in the description to get your first month free. But for the next three days, if you're catching this one live or or now in present time, we are still doing our flash sale. 50% lifetime discount will not be available again until November 2020. And before we get started, big warm welcome. If you are on the live stream in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group, leave a comment and we'll send you back some love. Remember, anyone can join that group and interact with us live here. See uh, Phil's wonderful hairstyles. Now, lastly, shout out to our YouTube athletes catching the replay. Hit the like button and support the channel. And subscribe if you like what you see. As I said earlier, I am joined by Phil White from ADPT Physio and, uh, of course, Richie. How are you guys?
1: Very well. Uh, Yep, have a particularly wild hairstyle today. So definitely tune in before I get it cut, people. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: needs a cut. He's got that (laughs) wave. He's got that wave happening. (laughs) Uh, So today we're going to, we're we're actually, this is the final episode of our nine week podcast series that we, uh, we, cycle through where we talk about the most fundamental key things it's constantly iterating and being updated but you know there is only so much that uh, we want you guys to focus on too much is uh, just overwhelm and when we're not interviewing amazing guests during uh, COVID-19 where no one can travel we are uh, we are educating and uh, we're going to give a bit of a recap today because this is essentially why uh, we really feel it's important to get a coach and uh, earlier in this uh, series I shared how how much damage we caused our business without a business coach, uh, without someone guiding us through the perils of launching a startup company. Uh, now Nalesh and Phil are. Somewhat uh, working with us to to launch yeah, and man, just uh, hearing
1: all the mistakes you made and be like, all right, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> That's right, exactly.
0: <laughs> do that. And there are a few things in life. Uh, Phil and I were having a bit of a discussion off uh, camera before this about you know the, the fact that the, in, in most of life you can kind of just uh, figure things out on the fly, but there are a few things in life where it can really cause a lot of uh, a lot a lot of problems. What was the what was what you said? Um, uh you said that there were the The opportunity cost opportunity cost you know uh an opportunity cost you know you got to weigh up risk versus reward and there's two things where i two areas where i think uh it's really important to get the right guidance from the get that is with your body Because your body is your body. It's the only body you get. And although it has a great ability to heal itself, uh, there is only so much uh, punishment it will withstand before something really just says, no, I'm I'm done. That's it. I've had enough uh you know um and and a good example of that is skydiving i would never um suggest someone go skydiving without the uh help of a good coach or a here. (laughs) packing your own parachute things like that you only get one chance to get that wrong usually uh and and so training is one one area like mucking around with your body i really do believe that having a good coach is a great really important probably critical step yeah, yeah.
1: And, and just to be clear about like what the opportunity cost you know if you haven't had that term before but basically like you've got a certain amount of um, you know time in your life and thinking about my uh, ultimate frisbee journey where I played for 11 years I spent like just so many years playing as many games as I could which was good like I developed my skills my game awareness and everything but my fitness and if you can call it a strength and conditioning strategy was just run 5 k's as fast as I can like as many times a week I could fit in around games and so I kind of spent 11 years playing ultimate frisbee and at the end of it I stopped playing because I was so injured and (laughs) I had you know just so many niggles that I could never quite get up and ready to play and this was kind of as I was just starting my physio um, degree and think about you know that 11 years if I had sort of spent that time from the get with a Good bit of guidance around how strength and conditioning works um how to balance training how to understand that that kind of you know the load management stuff we've talked about um so much in our series like that where i kind of got to after 11 years of trying to figure it out myself and <laughs> not getting it right is just so different to if i'd spent 11 years really constantly um you know developing a um, good practice of strength conditioning plus skills and It's a real shame, and I'll never get that time back. And I am paying the price now with lots of old injuries that rear their ugly head when I don't get my training sort of really dialed in, or sometimes they just pop up because that's how injuries work. Um, But now I've learned so much, and I'm trying to, from now going forward, not lose this opportunity to
0: get it right. 100%. I mean, look, if I knew the concepts of uh, load management and micro and macro loading and all the things, the principles that we talk about, uh, I think I'd be in a much better state, you know. And I'm a bit of a trial and error type person. Uh, my body is the r- the the, <laughs> the result of a trial and error methodology. Oh, trial and em- er-
1: error. You know, temple. <laughs> I
0: sit here I sit here right now with a, a spasm in my left uh, lumbar erector that is like so uncomfortable to sit through. And uh, I had a crack at deadlifting it out this morning, but I had a, a, an early bank meeting that I had to race to, so I really had to rush through my workout today, which was terrible. I woke with a really great uh, morning walk and everything, but look to recap you know a good coach and this is what we believe thoroughly here at unity gym is that a good coach will always start with um igniting your motivation and figuring out how to go deeper than just the superficial uh layer of what gets you through the door of a gym or into an exercise program or gets you to go to your, your local sports store and buy a new pair of runners which is usually you know aesthetically driven or oh my god i'll put on a bit of weight or you know whatever for me it's very much intrinsic i i i I lift heavier than I feel comfortable with, I run further and faster than I feel comfortable with because those things um, challenge me and it's the challenge that's the beautiful magic for me and that by, by continually, frequently challenging myself, I build grit and it's that grit that gets me through life. You know, I, I have shared many times that I suffer depression or I, I work through depression often and. Uh, without my exercise uh, and without challenging myself, challenging my mind, challenging my body, building those muscles, building resilience and grit, I would just be knocked on my butt all the time. Whenever I have a bad day with my psychology, you know, and uh, and so a good coach is going to help find what works for you. Your your reasons are going to be different to mine, and they're probably going to be different to Phil's, and they're probably going to be different to Richards'. So that's very very yeah, important. The
1: most important thing that you know we've talked about is getting that exercise practice happening and getting that exercise habit. And if you don't have the mindset kind of in place, then that's not going to stick. And then the second part about having goals is, you know, you've got to know where you're aiming before you shoot. And if that if your goals and your mindset line up in a really nice way, like I have my expression of, um, you know, fitness and strength is through playing beach volleyball and surfing um, and, you know, doing fun things like a triathlon on the weekend, just like. I want to be able to just go out and do anything I want to do. And that's what keeps me really engaged in my training, whereas someone like Rad, um, who's got very specific uh, movement goals, like that is not the same. And it's OK to have different um, m- mindset and motivation to you know what we have here. It's just about figuring out what yours is and, and where you're going. And I think I've, I had a really good example of this with a client um, who came in earlier in the week, a patient who came in, and he uh, was doing so much training, training seven days a week, uh, doing about five hours or six hours of high intensity intensity interval training um, a week. Part of that was squash. Part of that was then with a personal trainer and then going to Barry's bootcamp and smashing out uh, treadmill running and and whatever they do at Barry's. Uh, And then he would do a little bit of strength and then he'd do... Um, uh one swim a week and then he'd felt like on his rest day he should be doing something so he did yoga, which was then adding even more sort of stuff. And then like he came in for he had a bit of a sore back and I was like, Okay, let's let's rewind, have a look at what you're actually doing and he and what was his actual goals and he said, Number one was health and number two was um body composition because he's he lost forty five kilos um over three years, which is incredible. Like he showed me some um the changes the, like his, some pictures of his transformation and it was absolutely amazing. But his, he'd kind of got the mindset that was just like desperation, st- keeping away from putting weight on, but had no idea about where he was sort of pointing his yep. his efforts. And so, you know, we our physio session was basically redigging his program, doing a bit of education about how to um actually build muscle and continue to lose fat, but also addressing the recovery, addressing um, sleep, because he was putting in so much effort, like he trained so hard and spent so much money and absolutely cooked himself, but he wasn't getting the result he wanted
0: because he'd not aimed before yeah, he shot. Yeah, wow. So. And it's it's so common, you know. And look, on that on that exercise habit that Phil brought up, you know, which is one of the very first steps that a, that a good coach is going to help you through, uh, if you do it for the wrong reasons, and this is where it's d- like deeply linked to the motivation component, if you do it for the wrong reasons, certainly what I started out with because I had insecurities about my physical body, you know, I, I I just went at it so hard to change the the way I looked that it, it didn't matter how I felt how I felt and how my body functioned which had actually been more important to me than I realized at the time because of my boxing and 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 you know I just I took it for granted that I could move the way I could move and then when I started going to the gym and and only developing certain muscles because of the way they looked uh I didn't realize just how badly that was affecting how my body was functioning and it wasn't until it was too late that I tore a muscle that was really important in boxing you try the long head of your tricep and and uh and and there was this whole dysfunction thing that i went oh my god so the way i exercise can actually really destroy the way my body functions if i do it wrong and i get it wrong and that really started to um change the way I thought about exercise, but that's part, that's the very first step of a good coach is going to help you sort of go, okay, well, why are you doing this and make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and then help you find some deeply rooted, intrinsic, um, motivator that's going to keep you going and keep you on the right track, you know? And, and I think that's like the very grassroots, that's why it's so important. And then, and then next from there is of course, how you're fueling your body and how you're, you know, um, whether you're, whether you're learning or, 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 in in habits or cultivating habits and routines and rituals that are uh, nourishing your body as opposed to, you know, dieting. Like there's some coaches out there. And I know this because my sister was very, um, very much into acting. She was a professional actor. She went over to America, she became quite successful and her co I was always her coach in Australia and her coach over there was just this diet guru that was just about getting her as skinny as possible at all costs. And it was just tragic to see how he was approaching her fitness and health. It was totally unhealthy, you know? And it actually triggered some really bad eating disorders with her, and uh, and and that and 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 he was like, "Good, anorexic's good because we're going to be skinny," you know. And oh. I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah. there is some really bad coaches out there, yeah. you know, uh, especially around nutrition and 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 really bad habits that people can form a- around that, you know. Yeah.
1: And and with this patient that I saw earlier in the week, like he, you know, obviously lost all this weight, and he'd done that by what, going to a calorie deficit, which is partly nutrition, partly you know his exercise, but then he's still now at a, like about a 100 calorie deficit from what he thinks his basal metabolic rate is um but then he's also doing so much exercise, exercise yeah. that he's actually end up being like completely underfueled. and his goals are you know number one health and then number two is putting on a mis- bit of muscle mass and so he but he just had no idea about the connection between you know um, actually fueling your body and and how different energy systems work so he was, um, you know, going very low-carbohydrate diet and then doing loads and loads of it, like high-intensity exercise and having no idea the connection there between, you know, what which fuels are f- utilized during which exercises, and wondered why he felt like shit all the time. Yeah. And so it's just so kind of key if you have, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, I just need to eat less, eat less, eat less. But if your goal is health and body composition, then often, you know, it's it's more about understanding fuel utilization, which fuels are used for which type of en- energy and exercise and really getting that right and um yeah it's just i think that's another like everybody had no idea about that and he was yeah constantly just feeling terrible so
0: (laughs) and from our perspective here at unity gym those first three areas motivation movement nutrition and uh, are like go no go um areas until you dial that in we call that our foundation and that's what we teach in our in our um, workshops here, in our fast growth workshops, in our 28-day intensive, things like that, that those things have to happen before we move forward. You know, uh, and, and a good coach will really help you dial that in. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, I've worked with plenty uh, of of great coaches who are phenomenally good at doing that. They all have their unique little systems and their ways of doing things and their own little nuances and their, and their um their own experiences, but. You know uh it is a really really important part and a lot of people just skip that if you if you go to the gym uh, or start doing like a running uh, club or something like that uh you often uh or, or start playing a sport you often skip those three things and you jump straight to you know what we call on the health hierarchy um the the the, the pinnacle the top or the second layer which is movement mastery or physique sort of style training uh, and, and those things really come as a side effect to getting the first three dialed in, you know, yeah. um, motivation, exercise habit, and nutrition habits. Yeah. That builds the base of your pyramid, your health hierarchy, you know, and then from there, only then you can um, really dial in an amazing physique, an impressive, and we call it a, an efficient physique, a, a really good lean body mass, so that your body is not carrying weight, excess weight that it's not using, you know. And then from there, uh, movement mastery, you know, where you start to really n- uh, nail skills, become great at a sport, become athletic, become really strong, flexible, uh, whatever it, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, you know. Exactly. Because Ma-
1: you can train like a bodybuilder. You can jump in and, you know, do perfect technique, whatever, and you can jump on um – machines and, and do supersets and all this fancy stuff, but if you haven't got those first things dialed in, then you're not gonna be training for long because you haven't got like your motivation dialed in, you haven't got your exercise habit built in, you're not feeling it. So if you're not getting any of that right, even if you train do exactly the same um, you know, workout that Arnie does a couple of times for a few months until you hurt yourself, like <laughs> you're not gonna look like Arnie.
0: That's exactly right. So. Yeah. And then from there we we dive into sort of our more intermediate uh um Um, area where the next three big things that we work with uh, and this is what I think most good coaches will will start to do is to develop balance in the body so we want to make sure that the way we're exercising and the way we're working out and the routines we're doing and the program design that we're we're, uh, working under is going to balance strength flexibility and fitness because without any of those three attributes um, you know you're really really missing out on what the body is meant to be able to do I'm a firm believer That there's no point being super strong if you can't walk up a flight of stairs without almost having a heart attack. And I know a lot of people who fall into that category, you know good friends of mine, uh, who sacrifice a lot of their fitness to compete in high level powerlifting, for example, you know, uh, and, and that can become really problematic. It's not a good way to live long-term. There's it's, it's, it's okay to maybe have a crack at that short-term, but long-term it always results in, in, uh, problems. And, and it's the same with bodybuilders. There's a lot of stories of great bodybuilders who drop dead in their thirties because they really neglect their cardiovascular systems and, and do all sorts of damage there, you know? So you've got to be strong, flexible athletic a good coach is going to help you balance that and then from and there that, and within that balance obviously there's
1: there's room for specialization but it's all about understanding how to you know tweak certain variables so you you end up you know moving towards your goals and not just um like if, if your goal is overall health then probably getting like a very defined balance between all of those things if you're if you have certain goals within um there, where it's you know maybe a bit more about fitness than you do a bit more fitness, but you still keep your strength and flexibility. If you've got goals around strength, then you do a bit more of the p- particular type of strength you're doing but you're still keeping your fitness and flexibility. So it's not about just being an ultimate generalist who's, you know, no good at anything. You can still specialize within that. But if you're missing the other aspects, then you're really missing out.
0: Well, the, the thing is that with without the knowledge or understanding of, of what can happen and why that's important, you tend to just keep going in one direction. without. And, and by the time you realize that it's a problem, it's usually a problem, you know, yeah. and, and it's something, something, something much worse is just around the corner. Which, and a good coach is going to be sort of like, a north star that will be able to say, "Hey, you know, yeah. we've worked on, we've we've we've, we've run a, a bunch of half marathons, and we've done this, and we've done that. Maybe it's a good, maybe it would be a good idea to bring you back and get you a bit more flexible yeah. or get it's you like a stronger." Great example of
1: that is um, Tom DeCanto, who we had on the podcast, the running um, podiatrist, who's one of the top runners in Australia, and he's recently started to. Um, Build a bit a whole lot more strength programming into his 180k running weeks because he just you know has come to realise that it's it's just the part that he's he's missing and, he, and he's paying for it. Which um yeah, but now he's built that practice. It's his running is better than ever. He's hitting crazy PBs. Yeah, like really. Sub minute, sub three minute, five k's. at just like sorry, sub three minute k five k's and just insane. That's incredible. Like, yeah, the speedy dude. There you go. And but you know if you get this wrong, then you go into our sort of next big point, which is around injuries and understanding how to. Um, yeah, get your rehab right, and get your and a big part of that is getting your load management right.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and that's uh, leading into the, the 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 show's title today, which we'll give up in in a sec. Which is what's better than having a coach, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna reveal that shortly. But you know, um, load management and uh, and injury mitigation and injury risk mitigation is just so important. Yeah, and, and you-
1: understanding what rehab le- rehabilitation is like. Well, that's this what we were talking about a couple of, was it last week that we were um you know or earlier this week where basically rehabilitation is training in the presence of injury it's not doing something wildly different your body doesn't know when you're doing a rehab exercise you should still be training still working towards your goals still having balance in all of those factors that we're talking about but understanding which variables that we need tweak and change um to keep training and get past your injury not taking time out doing Boring activation exercises, and then suddenly jumping back into your sport at the level that you left it. Like yeah. it's not that's not rehab.
0: It's been one of the biggest uh, eye-opening experiences, and probably revolutionary experiences for us here, Richard, myself, and Rad, working with yourself and Nalesh, learning that you know not a, not that much actually changes when you're in a rehab program, you know, or you're doing rehab exercises. You generally continue doing what you're doing. It's just that you change the loading variables, and mm-hmm. you sometimes sometimes will regress a movement here and there, but but, it, you know, you just sort of keep doing it. And I've had such a, um, a, a better experience working through issues doing that. than oh, okay, I'm injured. I'm going to go into the naughty corner as we talked about it before, <laughs> you know, which was just so good, I think, you yeah, know. And
1: it really helps with, you know, your mindset and the motivation that we talked about right at the beginning where, you know, you can keep, if you've got a lower body injury, like smash out your upper body, like get progress it there, use that time to, you know, focus on some different things um, and that will keep you in that exercise habit. So it all sort of feeds into each other.
0: hundred percent. And as uh, Stephen Pellegrino, one of our online, uh, UMS online coaching uh, tribe members has said here, or random directions when I was talking about going in the wrong direction which leads yes. us to the, the next step which we call step 6 in our in our, um, our journey which is assessments and structural balance and strength testing to un- to, to make sure that you you know we spoke about this earlier collecting data, analyzing that data and then deploying that data in your program design so that you are heading in the right direction. It's not random. It's not in the wrong direction. It's 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 built around what your body needs, you know. And we talked about that earlier in the series this week about, you know, using templated programs when there's a reason to and then using personalized programming when there's a reason to. And you know, beyond a general preparations phase or a a plateau busting strength program or something like that, or a skill specialization program where you're learning to unlock a handstand or a muscle up or something like that, you should be constantly evaluating where you're at and, uh, and then uh, getting that data and deploying that data in your program design to make sure that you're doing what you need, not what your mate needs, not what your cousin needs, not what the bro science guys need at your local gym. You know, you're doing what your body needs based on your goals and how your body functions. You know, And that is just so super important. Uh, and then, you know, f- uh, as, we, as we then take our guys, our tribe, on a journey into more advanced um, areas of their training and their lifestyle coaching, which we call the elevate area, is basically, you know, how to... There, you know, you will get to a point in your training where it, it becomes boring, you know, where it becomes uh, monotonous, where it becomes like, oh, wow. And usually it's like I've achieved that physique goal that I wanted to achieve or I've, I've unlocked that skill that I wanted to achieve. Yeah.
1: Or you've maybe developed an exercise habit, but you haven't had a, you know, found some way to express your athleticism
0: yeah that's exactly right and that's where we challenge our tribe to find somewhere find something whether it's a sport whether it's a hobby whether it's calisthenics whether it's yoga whether it's rock climbing ultimate frisbee football soccer uh you know will our gym manager was just talking in our uh, huddle about how he's had his first rugby training session last night you know find a sport find somewhere you can about
1: uh, salsa dancing what a combo yeah right, that, that, and salsa that's, dancing. that's exactly a, right
0: you need something <laughs> that's gonna allow you to express your skill express your athleticism that what you've been training for you know because we don't go to the gym i wrote a i wrote a blog about this that i'm about to publish today and send out to our inner circle email list you don't go to the gym to get good at gym you go to the gym to build resilience to challenge yourself to become better as a human being you know to to have fun, to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and and uh, and unleash your inner athlete and that's why we talk about you know athletic development as as that seventh step in the journey, uh, because it's it's just you know you get to a point where you you, you it is it is worthwhile be becoming an athlete you know becoming someone who can go out and demonstrate their athleticism outside of the gym you know um, and then finally you know really understanding training psychology and training and and, and reevaluating again at that point why you're training and what and 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 making sure that it is for the right reasons and and that you're doing it um in a way that's not punishing your body you know you you don't train to be so often we see people beating up the body that they dislike to try and achieve the body that they will they think they're going to like you know that's not how you do it (laughs) it's just completely wrong my my patient that i mentioned earlier
1: like it's just all about like if he doesn't if he hasn't felt like he's beat himself up that day, it's like he feels like he's guilty and he, you know, he hasn't done enough. And yeah. So we're really trying to like that, getting that mindset right because he's built the habit. He's like doing a lot of the right stuff but he's not doing the right balance of it and he's not doing it for the right reasons.
0: hundred percent and 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 by the time you get to that sort of step uh, which we call step eight in this process in this training journey training psychology becomes really really important because often you to to go to the next level you'll need to do things that you've never done before or do things that you may not necessarily enjoy because by this time you're really really in the groove and you've been training for quite a long time and you will have um, formed habits beliefs you will have formed uh you will really have um built um uh a process that you enjoy that you're good at and often at this point you have to start doing things that you're a complete beginner at to get better and that can really challenge your ego, you know? And that's why uh, having a coach guide you through these deeper training psychologies is really, really important. And someone who's qualified to do that most importantly. And I think it's really
1: important to th- like realize here that you don't always, like you don't have to choose one thing and then just like achieve absolute mastery of it. You get to a point where there's real diminishing returns and there's, there's nothing wrong with Stopping that and trying something else. And I know that kind of rubs, like, a lot of people are like, no, you must just keep, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> you just know, keep you doing it. Keep doing it. And, being, and being a beginner in something is, is bad. But b- being a beginner is when you learn the most. You get so much growth, and that bleeds over into everything else you do. And I'm a big fan of it. So, you know, if you're the kind of person who just wants to, like, ab- absolute mastery, do it. But don't be afraid. Try something else. Yeah, Try
0: something 100%, new. 100%. And then finally, we come to the final step which we call the ninth step in our uh training journey in it with Pretty that our tribe for coming after eight to call it well, the ninth which boat, is yeah. this week which <laughs> is actually t- learning how to fish you know learning how to design your own programs so that you can become someone who actually positively influences the people around you you know taking all of that journey all of that education that wealth of knowledge that you've collected uh and experienced and and learning how to put that into your own programs and uh and I think that that is a really great place to sort of leave the discussion. You know, you are an enlightened person after going on a journey with a great coach, you know, and, and I've certainly done it with business. I've done it with finance. I've done it with personal training. I've done it with my own physical exercise. I had a boxing coach from the age of 14 to 30. I worked with the same. Well, actually, I worked with two coaches in that time. I worked with the same coach from 18 to 30. And, uh, and, he, and he became almost like a father figure for me, you know? Um, and I know Rad had a similar experience. I know that uh, Phil's had a similar experience. Richard pro- has probably had a similar experience. And it's just, it's super, super important. Now, you know what's better than having one coach? What's better, Yanni? Having five coaches, you know, like (laughs) talking about about everything that we've just gone through there. There is no way in hell that one person is going to be able to take you on that journey well. You know, they're going to specialize in certain areas. They're going to be great at certain things. But it's doubtful that they're going to be great at everything, you know. And that's one of the things that I... I'm thrilled to be able to offer our tribe here at Unity Gym and uh, in the Unify movement system online is that when we sit around this table with Nalesh, with Phil, with myself, with Rad and Richard behind the mix, it is five people who have a collective experience coaching people and doing their own training for over 70 years. You know, it is a lot of knowledge and, it, and there is just no way you can match that with one person, you know.
1: Yeah, and I think where sometimes people get wrong is when they when you you know go on instagram and maybe you follow like 20 kind of fitness and lifestyle programs and so you do a bit of everything but it's not coherent and it's not sort of lined up to you know actually achieve the goals you want it's some people who you know you follow a couple of people who are really good bodybuilders and they look amazing and then you do follow a few powerlifters and you're like oh but I want to do that and then you you know you see some runners and you're like oh but I want to do that and which is totally fine but having some guidance that is coherent I congruency think. Yeah, yeah 100% absolutely and, and and yeah I think with these sort of main steps it, it really does kind of take you on that journey teaches you what you need to know and um Maybe she like, will write a book about it or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right, absolutely. Look, we're going to bring this in for a landing, and we're going to bring with that. We're going to bring this series in for a landing, which is uh, it's very exciting. Uh, and we're going to jump over to our UMS Online Coaching Tribe now to deliver their last daily group coaching call for this week. And uh, uh, if you're a part of that group, jump over. I can see we've got a few of you on the on the um, stream at the moment. We've got a lot of great videos to review and, uh, and critique and uh, a lot of great questions. So we'll see you over there in a sec. And for everybody else joining us in the podcast, have a fantastic weekend. It is Friday here in Sydney, Australia for us. Uh, have a great day at work tomorrow if you aren't uh, already there. And we will see you next week. I won't, but you will. <laughs> Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're gonna have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there, it's not the intensity.